Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. From that ministry time, and you know, I was just reflecting, you know, we're no longer just reading Isaiah 61. We are Isaiah 61. That's who we are. Binding up the brokenhearted, saying the captive free. You know, that's who, that's who we are. That is our inheritance together. As I've been thinking about that in the last couple of weeks, I realize, you know, we are each other's inheritance before the Lord. And um, that is our inheritance together to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captive free. So I, I'm just so grateful at the, uh, for their ministry last week and for the wonderful testimonies that took place. I was thinking that this Sunday I was going to talk about Africa, but first service, we didn't get there. Uh, we probably won't get there this service. The way it's gone, I can tell we probably won't get there, which is a good thing. That's all right. We can do it next week. But our youth were at camp just recently, and as I talked to Will this week about what happened, it was absolutely amazing. As God has been telling us, where a new thing has come. Uh, you remember, we had two guest speakers in here a while back, and they brought the same word. It was different scriptures, but the words were the same. And I stood up before the church, and I said, did you hear that? That's a confirmation of the Lord. And the word was that this is a new season, a new thing. The Lord's doing a new thing. And um, there's just a, a measure of the Spirit that's new to us that's being poured out i mean our worship this morning gives us a clue right and so when i talked to will and he told me what was going on i i knew that it's not just what happened is not just for the youth but it's for us it's for the whole church and i you know i just um know that as we honor what the lord did with them the Lord will do it with us also. So, Will, where are you? There are areas. Let's, let's give a thanks to the Lord for Pastor Will here. He did a great job for service uh, framing this in because there were so many manifestations of the Spirit. Uh, I really appreciated the way you uh, kind of brought a context to what took place. So would you do that again before you have the youth come up? Yeah, so when we when I when I was going up to camp, I did not have any expectation of what the Lord was going to do in this way. I thought we were going to have a good worship time and maybe there would be a few tears and some changed lives or, you know, rededication. <laughs> but <laughs> It's thick up here, I'm telling you. <laughs> he absolutely demolished every expectation I could have had for this camp because um, Tuesday night we um, we had our worship time and and I talked about honor and how that's imperative for us to understand for miracles to happen in the church today. And us honoring our mothers and fathers, physical and spiritual, and, and for them to know that we all need to receive something from each other. We all have things that we need from each other. And from that place, I led them into this repentance for any dishonor that we've had towards. 
any dishonor. And we laid that down and we just stepped under and we just said, Lord, we surrender to your honor. We surrender your honor. We turned the music on and there ended up being just an extended worship time that lasted from 6.30 all the way until midnight. I mean, it was going to keep going, but I had to shut it down because and drag people back to their cabins because the Holy Spirit was just so thick. And basically... There was a, it started to trickle down at first, and there was a couple people that ended up getting hit, struck with a fit of laughter and on the floor. And I decided to go stand next to them and just, I was like, that's where Jesus is at. That's where I'm going to be at. I, I know that's for sure. So I went and I just sat there and just started drinking of the joy that was being poured out on them. And I invited others, like, guys, it's an open bar. Come on down. That's an open bar. And I invited everybody to come and it started jumping off of them onto everybody else and then it turned into this fire tunnel that was like a bomb going off in the spirit and there ended up being bodies everywhere people on the floor for hours people got knocked out and couldn't remember the time when they went to the fire tunnel and they woke up in their bed the next day and said what where am i they couldn't remember what happened from the moment they were in the fire tunnel till they woke up um the manifestations were I even sometimes some of the things that happen I'm like hesitant to share because they're stretching like seeing people in two places at one time and those kind of things and people getting uh, going to heaven and seeing angels and and falling to the floor and just the things and you know it's like well what the heck is going on what the heck I mean we're just looking at this like what is happening right now and this happened again Thursday night again it went all the way from. 6.30 all the way, actually went till I had to ask the camp manager, I said, is it okay if we don't shut the lights off at midnight? Because this thing's not stopping. He said, yeah, that's fine. So we went until 12.45 the next night. Anyways, what, why is God doing all this stuff? And I've just been thinking about that. And sometimes God, as our dad, just likes to have fun with his kids. And when I'm playing with my daughter Cadence, <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing, I'm playing with her, my little ponies. And she's like, this is just fun. But really, I'm showing her that I love her. <laughs> the other reason that sometimes God will just womp on you and you don't know why you got knocked out or why you're twitching or he might be healing something in your heart that you didn't know was there. And he's just sovereignly stepping in and going, you're healed, you're healed. He's also taken our mindsets and renewing our mindsets. He's taken old mindsets and way we thought who God was and, and what he could do. And he's saying, anything's possible. Now your perspective of me has to change because you went through this experience. So, oh man. And you can't really separate it. I mean, he's like, he's having fun with you and he's healing you and he's renewing your mind. And it's just all one big package. And I mean, all the testimonies this week, I could probably write a book about everything that was happening, but I'm going to have a few people come up right now and just share about their experiences uh, with the Lord. If I could have Harold come up, Eleni, and Grace Reed, if you guys could come up here. While they're coming, just... Just by way of instruction, Psalm 1611 says, In thy presence... Is fullness of joy. So, so all this joy and all this laughter, you know, people say, what's that all about? Oh, that's Psalm 1611. In thy presence is fullness <laughs> of joy. That's laughter. 
Okay. All right. So this is Harold. He he was one of the leaders with us, and I'm just going to have him share a little bit about his perspective from a leader's point of view and then what happened to him as well. So why don't you go ahead and do that? All right. Uh, so I shared first service, too. I just want to, again, I just want to thank the Lord. I just want to thank God for Will, Pastor Walt. Thank God for y'all being pastors over the church and the youth. This is awesome having you guys. <laughs> um, so... I was a leader at the last summer camp, and we encountered God. It wasn't like the same way that we encountered it this time. This way was a little bit like like Will was saying, kind of stretched us a little bit. And we're like, "What happens next?" And it was some crazy stuff, man. It was crazy. Like I, I was sitting there. Like at one point, I was sitting looking around. Like I don't know what I don't know what to do. I don't do I pray or do I just go home? Go I go to bed? I don't. It was scary, but it was awesome at the same time. And um, so on Thursday night, we were um, pretty much having this Holy Ghost party. People were rolling around the ground. <laughs> They're speaking in tongues. They're laying hands on each other and falling out in the spirit. It's just this awesome um, atmosphere. And then Will comes up to me and he says, he's like, I want to pray over you. And I'm like, okay, go ahead, you know, pray over me. So I hold my hands out. Will starts praying. Will starts praying and all of a sudden my legs start buckling, you know, and I'm a big guy. I'm like, I don't want to do this. So I'm fighting it, you know, I'm like, ah. And Will's praying, and he, and he moves on. And a group of kids just come and pray, pray over me. A group of the students start praying over me, and all of a sudden, my legs are just getting heavy. And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going down. I tumble, and it wasn't pretty, but I fell. <laughs> Took out three or four kids, and <laughs> and on the way down, I just I just go up instantly to this area, this expanse this place and there's millions upon millions upon millions of people i can't see the edges it's just like if you were to look out to the mountains you can't see the mountains there's just so many people and there's this music playing and it's the same music that we were listening to in our worship the same music only it's just intense and it's loud and they're singing and it's just so the music is so loud that the ground is actually vibrating which wasn't cool for me because I couldn't walk. So I'm trying to step and I can't move around these people. So I'm like hanging on to people and walking and like, what's going on? You know, and then I was just asking, I was like, just out loud, I was asking, like, am I in heaven? And this voice is just like, yeah. He's like, yep. It's like, what? He said, yep. Welcome to the party. That's what, so that's what I hear is welcome to the party. I'm like, this is a party. This is awesome. So I started singing. And I'm like praising and worshiping and this is going, the music gets louder, the singing gets louder. I try to sing over the people, it gets louder and it gets to the point where I'm just, I hear nothing. I can't even hear myself sing, I can't hear any of the music, I'm just, it's just blank. And then I like look around and I'm just like, where, where is everybody that I know? Where is everybody at? You know? And the voice comes back, back, back again and it says, you know, you got to go back and get them. You got to let them know that they're all invited too. <laughs> But everybody has the VIP pass, you know, and everybody gets a VIP pass to heaven. And it's not just the youth, it's all of y'all. I get to come back to tell all of you <laughs> that you guys get to go to the party. We get to party together, y'all. That's awesome. Amen. Amen. Thanks, man. We're good, yeah. All right. This is Eleni, and, and uh, she she had a really awesome encounter with the Lord, too, and just... And uh, I'll just let you go ahead and share share like what what you felt like before you were up at camp, and then what God did to you, and and then just kind of, <laughs> and then just talk about maybe uh, if you could stand up, what um, what you feel like your life's going to be like now. Okay. So um, 
Before camp, I had a lot of issues with like self worth and self beauty and self forgiveness. And um, the first <laughs> the first night at camp that he hit super hard, he just imparted to me self worth and self beauty and self forgiveness that I didn't even know that could be imparted to me that I could get fixed. <laughs> and um, <ooh. laughs> and he was just like, it made me cry because I he showed me that I could forgive myself because he'd forgiven me and <laughs> that I was beady and that I was more something and so that just really touched my heart and then the next night that I hit um, he was just imparting so much joy to me it was so overwhelming and so overpowering that I just had to give it away to people and I, and I couldn't say it I couldn't speak normally I was yelling at the top of my lungs because <laughs> Because it was so much, I couldn't just speak normally. And so I was just giving it away to people, and people were getting just laughing and enjoying it, and it just made me so happy. And he's actually been imparting that to me ever since. <laughs> Every time I get wrecked with the Lord, it's just I get hit with joy in my spirit, and it never goes away. <laughs> and it just keeps getting more. It's awesome. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. There was a couple weird voice things. She, she couldn't talk at a normal level. It was like, more joy over here. And then one girl actually got prayed over and she got struck mute. She actually had to write in a journal to talk to people. So there was some weird voice things happening. Uh, obviously, yeah, like I could go more into that. But yeah, anyways, I'll just, like, like I said, there's so much I could share. All right, Grace, why don't you come on up here? Grace... Absolutely. <laughs> when we asked Grace what happened in her heart, she's, you know, how, how have you changed? How do you feel like you've changed? She's like, I don't feel like I've changed. I don't even feel like I'm the same person. That old person didn't change. He's just gone. <laughs> I'm new. So, and it's showing. I mean, the transformation that's happened in her heart, I mean, you could just see it in her eyes. It is absolutely amazing. And I'm so happy with what the Lord has done in her. So, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about what happened, how you were before camp, and then uh, what the Lord did with you. Before camp, I, um, I was arriving with some heavy things in my heart, and I wasn't really into being around a lot of people on Monday. And so it was kind of a settling in kind of thing that day. And then the next day, we worshipped, and I just hung out with everybody. And I wasn't really talking much. I don't know why. And um, it was at the night session on Tuesday that all this laughter broke out and the fire tunnel. I went through it twice because I didn't feel anything the first time. And the second time I went through because I was just like, I felt a little door open, but then I was like, I want more. So I went through it again. And my heart, like, flipped around, I guess. Like, it, it was, like, maybe an hour after that, a couple of my friends came over, and they pulled me to the center of the room and started praying over me. And there were three people standing in front, behind, and next to me. And I felt hands behind me, and I was, like, swaying back and forth. And then I felt these hands behind me just, like, touch my back, and it vibrated, and at the same second... I heard a large like voice. It was audible, but I don't know if it was really in the room. Say perfect, and then I just like blacked out and fell to the ground. And I 
I was on the floor, my eyes were closed, and I remember maybe waking up a little and wondering why people were on top of me. And they flipped me over, and my eyes started like rolling side to side, and my head started going like this. And my feet started to move back and forth, and I heard a lot of people say that it looked like I was dancing. I don't know what I was doing, but I felt the floor from under me drop, and it was like pitch black, and then I ended up someplace. I don't know if it was heaven or not, but I, I don't think I was in the room, and it was super peaceful. And God was just like letting me know that He has plans for me, and He has chosen me to help a group of people that wouldn't get to see His face without me. That's so good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Why don't we just hang out just right hang here for just a minute? Have you prayed? We're, although there are a lot of different manifestations that, that happen, that they're talking about, if you've been around us very long, you know we're not pursuing manifestations. We're pursuing His presence. We're pursuing Him. And when you pursue Him, when you pursue the Lord, then it's up to Him how He wants to show Himself but I do know this, that when you have been through a lot of pain and a lot of brokenness, and the Holy Spirit comes on you to heal you, sometimes it can be a quiet kind of event. But most of the times it's not. Most of the times it's, most of the times it's, it, it's not sociably acceptable. But... If God's working, then, then I think that's what we'll just say. Lord, we'll, we want to make room for what you're doing. I want to read this prophetic word. I, I rarely read words, prophetic words from other outside sources, but this one was sent to me by, from Doug Addison, and, and it's so appropriate for this time. I want to read it, and then I'd like the youth to pray for us. <clears throat> Doug Addison writes, and I'm just taking excerpts from this. The month of June started for many people with a spiritual gloom. There has been an attack on people's minds to get them to believe the things that God has promised them will never happen. Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The way to respond in unclear times is to keep moving forward. It's similar to driving through an unexpected fog bank. The Lord sent the weather today to confirm this word. The sun is still shining above the fog and it will eventually break through. Remain calm, steady, and carry on. God is bringing healing to many people who have suffered from hope deferred. Proverbs 13, 12, or what I call prophetic disappointments. Listen to what he says. July through the end of the year will be a time of promises fulfilled. Many things that God has promised you will begin to take shape. Faith is being released in your heart right now. And while we were worshiping, I was reminded again of the scripture. I saw Satan 
falling from heaven like lightning. There are battle-weary, wounded warriors who have been suffering from rejection and living in isolation. They are coming back on the scene as the reality of the enemy robbing them will bring about a new strength to fight back. God is calling people into place right now. Watch for people to rise from obscurity. People who have been previously considered spiritual outcasts will experience a new movement of God's power and love. In the last couple of weeks, I've had this picture of God's children, Moses and God's children, crossing the Red Sea. Moses stretched out his hand, the waters parted, and they went across on dry ground into their inheritance. And then he turned around, he stretched out his hand, and the waters came back and overflowed the enemy, destroyed the enemy that didn't want them to have their inheritance. And when Will was talking to me about the outpouring of the Spirit that took place at camp, I just I said, this is the new thing God said he's going to do. He is going to release his spirit in a way that will just overflow the enemy and put an end to the enemy's strategies in our life. So he pours out his spirit. The waters overflow. So uh, when he shared with me what was going on, I knew that, that the Lord wanted us to have opportunity to participate in that. I don't expect every one of you in this room to respond to this. Some of you, you're not in that place. Some of you need to pray for others. And I would ask you, for those who do respond, if you, if you don't, would you be engaged in praying for those who come?